and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. My name is Cameron Williamson. This is by imitation only, the show where we talk about cool people and what they do and uh, how we can be more like them. So, <laughs> no pressure. I say I didn't know that was part of the rules. <laughs> well, that's you know, it's like the title by imitation only. So if I imitate you, so if you're then the I one can... who's constantly on the show, aren't we really supposed to be more like you? No, because I'm learning from all the people I come on. That's that's why I do it this way. I just ask questions. All right, that was, that was a good turnaround. Huh? I didn't ah, anticipate ah. that. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble, folks. Clever boy. Clever. Yes. So today I have with me Aaron Eichel. Welcome hello. to the show. Hello, hello. Hello. Now, I know uh, we go back a little ways. We, uh, we met doing theater stuff. I know. I bring all these actor people on here, but they do other things. So, so, so Some of us do. So, some, some of us, us do. Yeah, some of us do yeah. other things. Um, so tell us what you do. Let's start there. Um, okay. Well, I am actually a full-time realtor. I know. Don't, don't run away. It's not scary. Um, and I am, I don't want to say new to the business because it's one that, you know, kind of builds with people. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we focus mostly on the downtown Metro area, but also kind of the surrounding area. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I know okay. it's it's so, it's not like a glamorous, sexy job. Like, oh, I'm an actor. I'm a stunt double. I'm an artist. It's all right. We we think you we know what you do, and we find houses to put people in. I mean, that's kind of important. Well, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay, the truth of it is okay. is a lot of what we do is conversing. Okay, kind of like this is is being able to listen and to say, okay, you know. A house is a building. Mm -hmm. How do we find a place that's a home that is for you okay. and you alone? Right. Um, because this isn't like buying a car. It's not like buying a computer. There's nothing. You can take two houses, put them side by side. They're not the same thing. Okay. So it's it's really being able to know, one, the city. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that, I think, a little bit sure, later. Sure. Um, and also being able to know the people that you're working with and making them feel comfortable where they can say, this is something I like. This is something I don't like. Mm -hmm. Here's where this fits into my life. Because you're being asked to be a part of someone's major financial decision for five years, 10 years, you know, 15 years. And it's hugely impactful. Um, okay. 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 Wait, you're getting sorry. deep. We're I'm getting sorry. deep. I'm We're sorry. getting deep already. Hold on. Whoa. Co <laughs> Coffee good. Coffee good. Whoa. Did you feel it? You felt that, right? Okay. Before we go there. <laughs> Because that's, I, I, there's a multi, there's a like layers, like an onion there. I, I see it now. Are we, Shrek, um, are we Shrekking out? I, uh, I never did that show. So <laughs> don't expect anything on that. You're like an onion. Uh, yeah. Watch Shrek the musical. Okay. Uh, um, it's good for the kids. So first let's, let's find out about you. Okay. Let's give me some background, like your superhero backstory. <laughs> um, tell me where you come from, the magical land of. Well, this this is a kids show, so we're really not going to get into the first part of that. Um, I actually am. I was born in Illinois, uh, military family, so we actually moved here when I was pretty young. I grew up in in Zanesville, also known as Zanes Vegas, because it's fabulous. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Zanesville is. Um, it's a smaller town. And, interesting. <laughs> you know, it's growing up. Mm. I was very lucky because um, I have three siblings and we were able to play outside. We played out in the country. We, you know, ran through the woods. We didn't have to worry about some of the things I think unfortunately parents have to worry about nowadays. So in, in that respect, I was very, very lucky because we got to be creative and wild. And, you know, basically we ran 
out in the woods and played and had fun until dinner came home and mom yelled through the window. Um, so that was, that was actually pretty nice. Um, and hmm, pretty simple, but it is, it is a small town and it does carry sometimes some small town mentalities. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was lucky because my, my friends growing up were theater people, actually most of them. So it's, I, I tend to think that we tend to be a little bit more broad minded because we, embody different things right as as right. needed yeah. so now zanesville's kind of it's not farming really what do they do in zanesville well it it originally had some pretty heavy industry um, okay. like anchor hawking i think was there um there's some hospitals there's you know some restaurants but there's no it's not like columbus where we have a multitude of different industries right but there are people that are still working to you know bring life and bring vitality to the area so mm -hmm. I think that happens sometimes when we're in the city as we look at smaller towns and we, you know, kind of go, oh, that's a small, right. small little town. But I guess, I guess what I'm thinking is like, okay, Columbus, Ohio, which is where we are, central Ohio. I mean, we do, you know, paper pushing, we do football, paper we do, pushing. you know, well, we have all these buildings downtown and there's a lot of paper that moves around. Um, you know, we do the college thing, you know, it's like, that's kind of the major, we, yeah, we have, the big stuff that's here. We you have know? large universities and it's not just Ohio state. It's right. you've got capital, you've got CCAD, mm -hmm. you've got Franklin university, um, Otterbein. So it's all these little components and obviously Ohio state's like a city in and of itself. True. True. All these components, all these different industries. And that's why Columbus is such a unique place mm -hmm. um, is we have many different industries. We've got huge healthcare. We've got, you know, places like Abbott Labs. Um, we've got Cover My Meds, which is, you know, a, a fantastic company that's come into downtown. We've got different building and contracting companies, Kaufman, um, which is doing some crazy work downtown. And, you know, we have a lot of, of civic activities, too, as well. We've got the right. park system. We've right. got, you know, Scioto Mile. So we're very multifaceted. Right. And I call us a, like a, a small, big city. We, you know, we we're, are. we're very much a small, big city. We yeah. are. We're, we're kind of a gem. And I'm, <laughs> we're kind of a gem. Well, we, we are obviously a gem. <laughs> um, but, but you know, the secret's out on us, right? Okay. What? The Columbus secret is out. Oh, sure. Totally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're a tester city for everything. People just show up and like, Hey, we're going to do stuff. <laughs> like, There's a lot of stuff and, going and on. And yeah, we do and we do that here, which is kind of cool. But that brings me back to the Zanesville thing. Kay. Like, what do they do? Like, I, I have like in-laws in Zanesville, so I've been there like maybe three times. You know, but I I don't know. The last time I was there, I had an in-law skinning a rabbit. I was like, oh, okay, that's what we do in Zanesville, I guess. I don't know. Well, <laughs> And, 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 and truth of the matter is, I mean, I, I haven't really gone back to, to that town. Nothing wrong with skinning a rabbit, by the way. Rabbit's awesome. And uh, delicious. <laughs> if you're into that. If, if you're not, cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I really haven't been back since high school. Mm. So what I remember, my, my viewpoint is a little bit nostalgic. Like I go back to visit, you know, family, but I don't live there. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder for me to speak to. I know what I have, you know, friends that are still there, what they're trying to do in the area. And that's, mm. you know, set up restaurants, set up right. breweries, things like that. They get people to stay in an area, get right, people to, to right, want right, to, right. to be there. But Zanesville's also good in a way because it's a feeder for Columbus. Like mm. if the cost of living is too high or you want to live in an area that has more land, right. um, yeah. then, you know, oftentimes people will commute to Columbus to work. Right. Okay. Because there's a lot of different opportunity here. Cool. Cool that. Cool. All right. So we grew up in Zanesville <laughs> and then I you discovered your superpowers. 
Well, superpowers are always with us. It's just <laughs> it's just finding the key. Well, yeah, it was uh, discovering them. You know, like so. You left Zanesville to do what? You're really building this up. I'm, I am. I don't really think I have any superpowers. But... <laughs> you do. Of course, you do. We'll find them together. Excelsior! Wow. <laughs> it's just coffee. I swear. Um, it's just coffee. No, I went. I I did what a lot of kids do. Um, I went to to college. I went to OU. So I'm a Bobcat, not a Buckeye. Sorry, guys. Mm. I went to Ohio State. It's okay. You can't help that. <laughs> I was going to say I forgive you, but it's okay. No, Go it's on. okay. My, my so, sister went to Ohio State. So uh, OU is awesome. Yeah. Continue. It, it is. It is uh, different. It's a. It's a picturesque city. It's yeah. um, again an isolated idea. Um, you're surrounded by hills and and just this unique little ecosystem of a of a college. Mm. So I originally went into broadcast journalism. Hey. And kind of found out I sound like a bit like a Muppet. So you're totally going to start a real estate podcast now, right? No. You totally need to do that. Like, I know I'm coming oh, way. so many people. I'm coming way off the script. No, I'm serious. I'm so serious. Mm. Like, that's huge. Mm. Huge. You even have the background for it already? Oh, my gosh. Well, I didn't. I didn't. To quote our president, huge. Huge. Not, it was. I wasn't there for a bigly time. Okay. <laughs> seriously, sorry guys. I no, this is okay. this has totally become a private conversation. But you need to start so you're a podcast. To be yes. Um, well, well, we can talk about that. Yes. I I am very bad on the social media aspect of of real estate. You hire somebody for that. Gee, who'd <laughs> I have, hire? Just get in front of just get in front of a microphone. Oh you tell people about your experiences with real estate, like how you find, like all the stuff that you said already. That's like <laughs> three episodes. Oh, okay. it's so good. Well, so it's, good. It's a little intimidating as to be like sit here and and talk and and hope you provide value. Well, but that I mean, come and on, not like, be trolled. Even, but no, but no seriously, trolling. well, yeah. <laughs> you'll probably find that but it's it's whatever i'm just saying like just what you said before like the fact that like you actually have some thought process in helping people find a house i do is a big deal okay like that's a big deal All right because like to me i mean i'm outside of it i wait, think wait, you go did, did, well there's a house you like just, that one did we just find superpowers hey, hey. see told I'm, you. I'm not wearing a leotard <laughs> not gonna happen totally that's 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 episode two um but yeah, seriously though, it's like the people that are in the market are going to assume that you say, well, here's a list of houses. Do you like that one? How about that one? Well, and, and you know, you know, that's, we can kind of talk about how it actually works in real life. It's not HGTV, <laughs> just kind of as right. precursor. Um, but no, but no, I, I didn't last very long in scripts. I okay. took a look at the program and I said, I, I got into it because I worked at the local TV station. I did our announcements in high school. And when you're in high school, you think you know what you want to do, especially if you're in a small town. Mm -hmm. And then in my experience, I got to this this larger academic center, and my high school was amazing. Amazing. It was actually in some ways harder than college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I give complete and total props to the, the faculty and the staff at, at Bishop Rosecrans, which is where I went. I was very, very fortunate because their focus is – providing the academic capacity to think. Mm. So I was very lucky when I got to college. I went, oh, really? This is We just have to write a two-page paper? <laughs> that was sixth grade, guys. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I did that, and then I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do for a while. So I took general courses and really examined it, got involved in different club sports to meet people, 
which was fun. And what'd you play? I didn't play. <laughs> okay. I don't, Sorry, yeah, you didn't maybe, say maybe I got we, involved. <laughs> maybe we should preface this with I am very clumsy. I am currently wearing a boot on my foot. Um, I cannot walk and chew gum at the same time, but I can drink coffee. This is a lifeblood of most realtors, just so you know. Um, but I actually joined a, a boxing club. Okay. I know. Okay. And then I joined a martial arts club. Nice. Also good. <laughs> and I did that for several years. Cool. Um, which is which is really fun because it's it's you kind of have an immediate family. Yeah. Is yeah, is yeah, when totally. you work and you sweat and you bleed and you, you know, get to know someone, you have to be very comfortable with them. And it's also very good and I highly recommend it for um, young ladies. And young men too as well, because it builds your confidence, mm-hmm. especially unfortunately in today's society is you need to be aware. And that's what totally. it, it did for me is it, it yeah. taught me awareness. And I'm, right. I'm lucky I'm a bigger female. So there's a whole component of that. Well, that also ties into real estate. Um, but then I, I did some work in, uh, I guess, pre-med, pre-cursor classes. <laughs> yeah. So general for pre-med. General for pre-med because okay. you really don't gotcha. make a distinction because in, in medical versus um, veterinary science. And I wanted to go into veterinary science. Okay. And then this thing called OCHEM happened. Organic chemistry. No. <laughs> Took that train right off the, no, off the tracks. Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> Gave it my most valiant effort. Fail. <laughs> uh, so I just kind of fluked into a, a program in the business school, which was management information systems, which okay. was a fledgling program at the time. So it wasn't computer science, okay. but it's kind of the intercursor between coding and business. Ah, so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's light coding work. I make no, I'm not a coder. Right. I'm not geared that way, but I have respect for it and I can do a light version of it. Hmm. But it's, we kind of act as, we would, we were trained to kind of act as translators, be able to solve problems and relay those problems both into the technical speak and then the business side of it. Mm, Okay. So that's actually was my degree. So it's like IT with interpersonal communication. Yes. Hey, there we go. Got it. All right. (laughs) So we nerds speak. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Actually, we just had a, um, we just had a a lady on Eileen Latrell. I want to get a hold of Uh, her. Sorry, Elaine Latrell. I just said Eileen. Elaine Grogan Latrell. I I tried so hard to get that name right and I still messed it up. Uh, She's awesome, right? She was fantastic. She was absolutely fantastic. You saw that episode. I did. I did. Uh, I'm excited she's coming to the Foundry. Yes. Cool. Right on. Uh, Idea Foundry, if you are local, Columbus, Ohio, Idea Foundry, awesome. Uh, I talked a little bit about me making pins. That's where I learned. So uh, check out Idea Foundry. Very, very cool. I had already done my lessons before you were there. That's where your office is now, right? No. Is that? No? We were there when it first opened. Oh, okay. We're actually somewhere different now. (sighs) So you should have come up to see me. You have to update your social media. I'm just just going off of your Facebook here. (laughs) No, that's actually accurate. It just, the physical location just changed. Gotcha. Um, But uh, yeah, Idea Foundry. Awesome place. If you don't live here, Make it a weekend trip. Yeah, totally yeah, worth it. Cool. Totally worth it. You can learn how to forge swords. I'm just saying. Yeah. Whatever. That's that's for real. Yeah. No joke. It's actually legitimate. <laughs> so we Anyhow. were uh, we were translating nerd speak to normal speak, and then what? <laughs> um, and then I graduated, and reality sets in, and you're like, "What do you want to do?" 
And you'll see that this happens a lot. And I'm, I'm a little open about it because I feel like people think that they have to go A to B to C to D. Yeah. And we're getting out of that mindset a little bit. And and I'm a little bit older, so I want to you know, say to, to some of my generation, it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, to switch directions. Yeah. Um, because you'll realize your life goals usually change a little bit. Your perspective changes. And there's ways to find to, to satisfy that. So I actually wound up working. This is really shocking. Um, I, I wound up back in the medical side of things. Okay. Because during high school, my, my dad's a PCP, primary care physician. Uh, he's now retired. And I went from, you know, filling in answering phones to managing his practice and doing insurance billing. So I've been in, I was in healthcare for about 20 years. Wow. So I've kind of seen and done everything, everything. from yeah. the, from the inception of insurance, which was basically Medicare, Medicaid. And I, I have a different term for it, but since this is a family show is, <laughs> Hey, I got hit by a bus plans, which is what it, it started out as, um, all the way up to the current system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, I've definitely have some viewpoints on Went that. Through from, all the transition stuff. All the transition stuff. The all, good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And yeah. It's, there's a lot of, of a discussion that needs to happen because I think there's a lot of misinformation about how the systems actually work mm-hmm. when you get from, from the inside and you look out on it. Right, right. Um, and, and I look at it both as a, a patient because everyone should be a patient. You should have a primary care doctor minimum. Um, and also as, as a, a service um, support professional. So, yeah. So, um, I wound up working for, in my opinion, one of the best surgeons in Columbus, um, Dr. Greg Holland. He is truly an artist. He, we would do, uh, our focus was reconstruction and plastic surgery, specializing in, uh, skin cancer removals and also your typical slew of plastic surgery. And this was right around when Dr. 90210 or whatever that show was. <laughs> yeah. That all the, all that stuff. Thing. Yeah. When I started, um, which just aged me. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say the, the you know the cosmetic cosmetic surgery as a the career swan style. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You saw I that. remember that. Remember show? Remember that train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Uh, I mean, it, what's the one that's on now? Um, where they like fix all the bad cosmetic surgery? Oh. Um, Oh, I don't remember. Oh, it's, it has Doctor Debro on it. Yeah, I totally watch that show. <laughs> I do. It's the it's the you'll just look it up. Um, but it's not that the Swan was like you know we're actually going to totally change your face so you look good. Your face. They would do the whole body. Well, yeah. And they would do these multiple procedures that no sane person should. Again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> you know, just your body can only take so much, but it was, it was, your value is only determined by what you look like. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was, it was kind of awful. Yeah. Yeah. So no. And, and what I liked about this doctor is it was, um, we were focused on the individual. We Mm -hmm. were, we were dealing with people that may have just found out some of the most terrifying news that they've ever heard is you have cancer, right? You have cancer that as a woman is going to take, possibly part of your feminine identity. Right. And now you have to make some really tough decisions quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And these aren't fast decisions. Right. You know, yeah. for mastectomies, these can be multiple year to get the end result. And mm-hmm. there are complications. It is, right. 
It is kind of terrifying. So yeah, and, and all the psychological stuff that goes along oh, with yeah. it. You know, oh, it's yeah. not just a procedure. It's you not. Know? It's and not that's, just, you know, it's not getting a wart removed. You know, exactly. It's like that's that's totally different. Your your yeah. world is is shaken, mm-hmm. and um, it it's very humbling. It's very humbling to be a part of that and to say, how can I be a small part of this person's journey, where they feel like someone is supporting them? I'm gonna get all choked up. Um, well, no, like it's it's. It's heavy duty stuff. Sure. Is and you don't think about it when you're like, oh, because people be like, oh, you work for a plastic surgeon. So what do you have done? And I'm like, I have a lot of stress. <laughs> I deal a with stress. I, I deal with insurers and stress. Yeah. Um and all the super great things that they did to people. Anyway. <laughs> but no, I mean you're you're being asked and you're allowed to be a part of what is a very personal moment for people. And even something yeah. as, sim- as simple as you have a basal cell carcinoma. Well, someone is still telling you, you have cancer, right? You know, we can fix it, but that, that the big C word is, is very scary, but yeah, definitely, you know, and we were also, we did a lot of breast reductions. Um, and, and it was really nice to see that pain and that pressure alleviated right. for, for women yeah. and being able to see them really kind of bloom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did, I was, I did that for about 11 years. That's a that's a lot of years. I know. Apparently, so, apparently it is. I didn't know that was a thing. I always thought, you know, I was raised. You go to a job, you work really hard, and right? You stay and there that's for pretty a very much long it. Time. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to ask what happened then, but we need to take a break. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, hope you're uh, enjoying this. We're going to take just a couple minutes. Got to reload the camera. Enjoy the music. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, folks, we're back. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty. As you can see, we have a completely different camera now. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I always keep a backup. That's smart. Yeah, well, you know, uh, this is the old camera. This is the show. This is when we started with with the show, and then I got a cool one because I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be way better. It's, sure, it's vintage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, we were talking about uh, cosmetic surgery and uh, how much you love that. So, <laughs> no, and you make it sound like no. I also told him I break things, so yes. I did not touch anything. Yeah, I just, like, like your foot. Like, what's up with that? What happened? <laughs> What'd you do? Okay, so this is a good story about how osmosis does not work in professional knowledge. Okay, which is a fancy way of saying. Just because you work for a doctor does not mean you think you are a doctor. Um, about three years ago, actually, I stepped off a curve and I, w- I had just gone to the Schmidt's food truck. So, you know, all right. Stepped off a curve, rolled my ankle pretty well. Um, I saved my cream puff and my my Schmidt's sausage. Though. So those are like priorities, guys. I mean, true, if you don't that. know, go to Schmidt's Sausage House or go to a festival because the food trucks are. Um and I didn't really think about it because I've sprained my ankle before. Like I said, I've, I've done martial arts. You just kind of go, hey, you're fine, whatever. It's just fine. So I did the rice, you know, rest, ice, elevation, mm-hmm. compression. Um, put it in a boot that I already had because, again, I'm klutzy. Um, come to find a couple years later, my foot hurts really bad. It's to the point where I can't run anymore because I used to do half marathons. Mm. I know. It's funny. Trust. I actually did them. I have the medals to prove it. Um, found out that I probably broke my foot. Uh, years ago, years ago. And had I actually gone to a doctor instead of thinking I could treat it myself, 
I wouldn't have to wear a boot for a couple of weeks to hope that the that the little um, metatarsals will settle back into position. And now I also have arthritis, apparently. Oh, yeah. fun. No. Fun. No. Yeah, that's great. So the lesson is trust a professional. Uh-huh. Don't think because WebMD says that you're good. <laughs> it is not a substitution. Yes. If, uh, yeah, if I went to WebMD, I'd be pregnant, I think. And dying. Uh, yeah. Because everyone is dying on WebMD. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah. So, you were doing uh, management and IT and uh, translation and cosmetic surgery. Yep. And, and I actually uh, worked in those because I actually set up the uh, electronic charting software. So, when your doctor goes in and, like, yeah, types in all gets that. Gets all your info. Gets all your info, which is all then correlated and sent out to any hospital system or uh, system that it actually works with. And there's just different systems that talk to each other. Um through the network, it also goes to your insurance biller. It does all that fun stuff. So everything that your doctor is doing in your office, in that your office visit, is actually populating those fields and sending out. So I actually set up our system on on that for the private physician, um, and then actually I engineered my own demise. Okay. <laughs> so sounds saucy. Uh, not really. It, it it's 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 an example of sometimes you are working somewhere and your heart's not as fully into it. Mm. as it used to be. And yeah. it was a couple of things that happened with me. One is I, um, we lost some patients that I was very close to. Mm. It was very hard because I was the same age as one of them. We had gone through a lot together. Um, and all of a sudden it just, she was, just, it, she was gone mm. and, and it broke my heart in a way. See, now I'm going to go again. Um, no, well, I mean, that's rough, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it was, I mean, I'm not going to say how old I am. I already have dated myself, but it's not something that was expected. Right. And she had fought twice mm -hmm. and it was like, wow. And yeah. it made me kind of take stock of things. Um, and I was going through, unfortunately, what, you know, what is it? 40 or 60% of us go through. I was going through a divorce and I looked at my life and I said, I'm going to change some things, but I'm not happy with every single day. And, and these events all kind of led me into where I was going. Yeah. So when I say engineer my own demise, for physicians, it's very nerve wracking to be by yourself. It's, it's much safer to be in a group. And the reason is you have people that you can work with. You're, I don't want to say more powerful, but if you need more resources, they're available. Right. So we had been discussing for a while a merger into another group and kind of engineered that. And then I sat back and looked at it and went, I just wrote myself out of a job <laughs> unless I want to take a severe pay cut. Right. I wrote myself out of a job because this, this business already has every hat that I was doing. They already have the biller, the manager, the surgery scheduler, the patient liaison. They All the things I was doing, they already had. Mm. And they all had people that were doing them exceptionally well. So I looked at that and I said the timing was right for me to move on. Right. Which was hard. Yeah. Because anytime yeah, yeah. you've done something for a very long time, you have a vested interest in it. You care about the people that are there. You care about the mission. But... In, in everything, it was really the correct time for me to move on. The problem was, as we can tell, I'm a little indecisive about things. I know. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Oh, wait. So wait. So this is the part that I remember. So like I, we met each other somewhere in the middle of that drama. And I remember you, you put through drama. Through drama. Um, and you put on Facebook, I need a new career. <laughs> what do you guys think I should do? <laughs> to ask Facebook for is yeah. life advice. <laughs> you know, then we'll talk about politics. Right. 
don't know. It's I mean, true. Okay. And so you you went on Facebook and said, what do you think I should do? Do you remember what I wrote? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say it. I want what, you to I want did, you to say it. What did I what did I say? Of all the things Mm-mm, I'm not saying it. Your your intelligence, you know business, you know management, you know medical. What you did didn't I know say? I knew all that at that time. What did I what did I say? You thought I should be a mermaid. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I think he forgets we're in Ohio. You should be a mermaid. I, I was. It was right. I was totally right. Okay. See, I can see these things. Now, if you don't know, they have like theme parks and stuff where they have mermaids, right? They have people in mermaid costume and they swim around which, and do shows and stuff I, like I, that. I am a swimmer, but it was like... And I didn't even know that. See, I didn't even know that. That proves that I was that right. Proves, except for the fact that I, I, don't, do, right. I don't do three things. Yes. I don't deal with three things. Heights. Electricity, because it can kill you, and sharks. So well, they don't put sharks with. How them. do you know? Maybe they got a mermaid shark expo. <laughs> That's like your requirement. Can you hold your breath for three minutes and swim with a shark? Welcome to the mermaid shark stunt spectacular. <laughs> That's, so, uh, that's mine. Actually, that's that's copyrighted. Idea. You can't do it. You can't, you can't do that. it. You can't do it. I'm going to write a megalodon. Bring it on. That's right. That would, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. You have the swimming skills. You got the hair. We're done. Let's go. All about the hair. Yeah, all see? Do you remember when I shaved my head? I did. my hair I Do you yeah, remember I why? Like, I don't. I was, oh, was it? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think I know why. But if I'm wrong, then that's going to be like, oh, yeah. goodness. Was it a charity thing? It was a charity. Okay, cool. It was yes. a charity thing. It All was right. uh, for St. Baldrick. So if you don't know about that organization, I suggest looking into it. Okay. The deal was if I got five grand, I would shave my head like that. Because it's it's a charity that um, raises money for kids with cancer and kids that lose their hair. Mm-hmm. And it also helps to show the kids that bald is beautiful. Right. And <laughs> I know. Um, it, it, it And it helps to normalize that because that can be very, again, dramatic. Right. But yeah, I didn't yeah. get the five grand, so I just went like super short and cut it all off and donated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I had a, Which I had is a, also cool. I had a rockin' mohawk at the time. I yeah. remember that. So instead of being a mermaid and uh, being in the stunt spectacular, you decided to go into real estate. Uh, actually, I did a few things before that. What did you do before that? I went back to coding, found out, uh, no, I have a temper, and that's not good for coding. When you have to build a product, and you're like, this doesn't work. <laughs> and, and the syntaxes have changed a bit. You know, it's been, yeah. it's been a while since I've done since it. Since DOS. <laughs> Just because I remember dialogue doesn't mean anything, okay? Right. Half the people watching are like, what's that? What's that? Yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember I had a flip phone, okay? <laughs> to scroll through to get to the S. Anyway, um, so I did that, and I kind of bopped around for a little bit. I actually started, um, because you need income, apparently, in life, um, I started a dog walking and a dog care company because okay. I am an avid volunteer, um, and I was like, oh, people will pay me for this? Rock on. Awesome. Um, so that provided me an income stream where I could kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and I decided as basically a kind of unemployed person – I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to fix it up because that's a normal thing you do, apparently. <laughs> well, wait, before you get to the house, tell us about the, the dog care and uh, dog walking. Is that is that still a thing? It's still running? It, it still kind of is because um, I'm a softie and my clients, I used, I used my, at the time, primary and then turned it into a secondary income stream because in real estate, and, and I know we've got a realtor from Dayton uh, watching, Yeah, it's a very hard industry and it's a very cyclical industry. So one month you might do really awesome. You're like, I'm so cool. And the next month, everything just doesn't work and you've got no income coming in. Right. Um, and it is very competitive. There are over 8,000 agents in Columbus. 
more churnout and we have a high fail rate. We have, depending on the stats, between 80 yeah. and 90% that fail within two years. So we have a lot of people that do it full-time. We have people that do it part-time. So I was able to, I'm a cautious person by nature. I know it doesn't seem that way. Um, I'm also kind of shy. It's different when you put a camera Okay, see, there, now you're just lying. No, I am. I'm actually an introvert. I'm not like that person that walks up. Well, like, yeah, but I'm an introvert too, but I'm not shy. Well, there's a difference between like, this is a show and yeah. being like one-on-one with someone when yeah, you're like, I guess. you know, I'm not that person who's like, here's my car and I'm so cool and whatever. It's oh like, yeah. Now networking, I hate. No, I, I'm like, I can't I, stand that. Oh I'm so Thank bad. You. I'm so I'm bad. I'm so bad at it. And I'm just like, I want to talk to you as a person. Right. Not be yeah, like, let's talk about push myself things. on you. Yeah. Instead of like, you. hi, what's your name? Cool. Take my card. Yeah. Like, just my card. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah right. People are like, I walk in with like 20 cards and I handed them all out. I'm like, yeah, but who did you actually talk to? Right. Because I can and, tell you that guy right there, his daughter is... And, you know, she's a, a softball player at yeah. the high school, and she's, like, really excited because she's going to be going here. That, yeah. to me, is more worth it than, like, I, I get rid of my cards. Right, right. Just trying to spin the conversation so you can hand your card out. Be- I hate that. Well, I think I if people, that. if you tell someone what you do yeah. and you're authentic about it mm-hmm. and someone needs your services, because that's really, we'll get into sales versus services. Yeah. People will say, okay, I can talk to this person. I feel like maybe we could... Gel well. Work on something. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. a, a potentially incredibly intensive situation that you're going to be in for a couple months. Because, you right. know, little detail, it's sort of a high-pressure situation sometimes. Kind right. of an important decision, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe. <laughs> but I totally feel you. Although, the, the trick I learned, this is, a, I think this is a Gary Vaynerchuk deal, is instead of going to, like, networking things, go to, like, seminars. Hmm. So, like, you're gathered around that information. Yeah. And so you can talk about that information. Yeah. And if for some reason you get into other business hustle stuff, then great. But if not, you're still meeting people and in the focus is on the information right. versus take my card. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're, you're discussing you have a common point. Right. So, and, right. and you never know where a conversation is going to go and, and what you're going to learn about someone. But we also find out, um, you know, I, I took a foray a little bit into the, the bar and service venue, mm-hmm. mostly because every time I made a cocktail, it was flammable and terrible. So I learned how to properly do that, which, by the way, is fantastic. And <laughs> I really, I really encourage everybody to to make flaming cocktails. Well, I, we actually did light one on fire, and I put it on Facebook. Nice. Yeah, I know. It was I fun. find that. Oh, it's cool. But no, it, it it being a server really is humbling, but it also gives you the ability to talk to people. True. So. Well, wait. Before we go on, tell me about your dog business. Oh, oh. What's it called? Where can we get to it? Oh, it's All just, that. actually it's it's through a Rover app. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. It's an app that connects people that need a service okay. with someone who provides it. And, and they just search for you? Well, yeah. You, I mean, you can. It's geographically okay. based. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah, if you're local, you can have Aaron take care of your dog and or cat. Well, it, the truth of the matter is I'm... I have a limited availability, unfortunately. I, it sounds like I'm so cool. But I'm I like, know. I was about to say, oh, you booked up? Okay. I, I am. <laughs> Can't help it. But, and that goes, hand, I mean, I, I have myself, I have a 14-year-old dog, so I have to kind of balance everything. Like, I had to scale mm. back because he needs more attention now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to sacrifice him. I have a great partner who takes really great care of him and has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I can't ask him to do that all the time. Right. Right. And then we decided to get two kittens because, you know, we're mental. <laughs> oh my God, they're so insane. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I used, I used a, a secondary income stream to supplement it. So I didn't feel like I had to constantly be pressured. I didn't, right. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it is, it is terrifying. Anyone that's sure. done this business or is in a solo business by themselves where you are, they call it sales. You're always 
you always feel that pressure of when's the next one coming. Right. And I didn't, I didn't want to create my, my business that way. Mm-hmm. I wanted to focus on service right. and yeah, being yeah. able to execute what, what we're doing. Um, because it's real estate's very, there's a lot of cogs that are moving at the same time. Mm-hmm. And really what our job is to, is not to open a door and say, here's a house. Do you like it? Do you not like it? That's this, this much of it. The big part is actually, I call it herding cats is in any transaction, you're going to have a plethora of people involved, especially if you're using a lender. So our job is to make sure that everyone is doing everything that they need to do and trusting that they're professionals to do it, but getting the information to the right place because within the contract, there are many dates. And if you miss one of those dates, you either lose an opportunity to have a conversation, a remedy period or an inspection, and you're not doing the best for your client. You're, you're not protecting them. Mm-hmm. You're not educating them. And that's really what we do. Right. But yeah, there's a lot of juggling and going back and forth, but it's, it's a very, when I first started, I felt like it was a dog eat dog world. Like you have to get all the deals. You have to do all this stuff. And then I realized later on in with, with, uh, working with Jason Hoddle, who is my broker at modern Columbus, plug. Plug. he'll be happy. Cause I'm always <laughs> like, uh, I forget that. Um, his philosophy matched what I wanted to do. And I was mm. really lucky. I started with a big brokerage and I had a good, I had a really good mentor who's actually my agent. Um, it taught me a lot about the business that they don't teach you in the crash course to pass your license and get your background information, all that, because here's what you learn. Here's what you need to know. And it keeps growing. Right. And if you don't educate yourself, yeah. you're not doing the best. So are you, are you talking like legal contracts, that kind of deal? Or is it more like personal stuff or like what, what is the, the <laughs> scope of necessary information? I'll Everything. put it that way. Everything. Okay. Um, well, we can't, uh, we're not lawyers, right. we're not lenders, mm-hmm. we're not home inspectors right? and and you have to have respect for those professions, but you sure. also need to know the, the, the meat of what you're doing. You mm-hmm. have to take a lay person and say, okay, you know, here's the contract. Here's how it goes. I'm not in, I'm not interpreting a contract. I'm not writing legal language. Right. If you have questions, here's a resource, here's a legal resource, mm-hmm. you know, um, but here's why these parts of the contract are important. Here's why a home inspection is important. And mm-hmm. if you do it. Highly recommend. Get a home inspection. Because if you look at something and you're like, oh, it's shiny, shiny. Right. Like it's renovated and I love it, whatever. You're seeing the surface. Yeah. And you want to be able to, to have confidence in what you're buying because it's not just now. Mm-hmm. This is for years in the future. Right. And, you know, but the housing market in Columbus, it's starting to reset a little bit. But we had about, mm, Jay's going to kill me. I want to say 91 months of, Jay's awesome, by the way. If you don't know him, look up Jason Hoddle. He's amazing. He's so smart. Like, He's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> just awesome. Just do it. Just, just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Anyway, he's going to be like, shut up, Aaron. <laughs> uh, but we had an inventory low. So for 100 houses that would go on, we had 115 that went off the market. Hmm. So what that does is you create a depression. Supply and demand. Right. So that means everybody that wants a house is going to get a little cray-cray. Mm-hmm. And that's not a technical term. But it means we may remove parts of the parts of the contract, like a remedy period or an inspection. Or do an escalation clause, or all these things to to get that to offer speed accepted. Up the process, yeah. yeah, yeah. So part of what we do is explaining all the options. Basically, we lay everything out and we help people decide mm-hmm. what is best for them. And that's where the listening part comes in. Yeah, that's where being able to take time, sit down, have a cup of coffee, figure out what you know. You tell me what you want your life to be. Do you want to be you know living in a a condo downtown where you've got a restaurant downstairs, parks out front. You know, that is that what's good or are you looking for 
maybe a little bit of land. Do you want a garage where you can do some woodworking? Mm -hmm. Those are going to be two very different things that we're looking for. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really the big thing I learned was to listen, to educate yourself, to take a lot of continuing education Mm -hmm. because there are hundreds of different lender programs. There's different things. We have a, um, fair housing that, you know, you need to discuss and, and discrimination laws, um, uh, affordable hair, affordable hair, <laughs> affordable hair, <laughs> affordable care, which affordable is, care. you know, houses that are a hun- under 180,000. Mm. So there's a lot of different components and levels. You can become active in many things. And that's what I like is the fact that you don't just, at least for us, we don't just sit in our office and not interact with the community mm. Be on, you know, I'm on my civic association, you know, it just get out and meet people and, and really connect. Mm-hmm. But that's but yeah. that's what what works for me. Yeah, and every right. every agent is different, so it's it's that everybody has their own unique philosophy. Mm-hmm. So so you, I'm going back a little bit. That's so right. I, I lost my had, train of thought. Yeah, that's all with right. The hair comment. Train to go. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we did the dog walking thing, and then mm-hmm. you said you bought a house. Yeah, I and bought. We're going to fix it up. So I bought a house. So we have interior designer. Is no. that, can we add that in there? Oh, I would. I wish Interior. more like like amateur construction person. <laughs> uh, but no. But but the story with that is, yeah. My dad fixed up a house, so I was like, I feel like I can do some things. Obviously, again, electricity, I don't mess with heights, I don't mess with. So I know my limits on those. Um, but my my partner Rick and he's uh, he's got you know some some skill set and stuff like that. So it was like, all right, we can we can do stuff like we can refinish floors, we can you know do anyway. So I, I found a realtor online and literally it was like one of those Zillows. So people use Zillow all the time. And I'm like, you know, you're going to use it. Just use it, whatever. Understand it's a good tool. It's not one of the best tools for certain things. Yeah. But it's a great Zillow tool. is a real estate website, by the way, guys. Um, uh, gives you pricing, sort of. Everyone knows what Zillow is. Hey, I don't know. They may not know. I don't know. Live under a rock? Because if you live under a rock, I can help you find a perfect home. (laughs) Or a better rock. Or a better rock. I mean, if you really (laughs) like rocks, we got lots of rocks. It's a it's a website for real estate. It gives you basic information for properties and stuff like that. Yes. Go. Um, but and it's it's very user friendly. So a lot of people will use it. And that's I I did the same thing when I looked for my house. But I I drug this poor woman to every house that was of interesting nature throughout the Southeast side, because I moved from the burbs from Pickerington to downtown. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. This is a good <laughs> fit for me. Like, yeah. I love yeah, yeah, Pickerington. Yeah. It's an amazing place. Which but is I'm sort like, of suburban. And yeah, yeah. But it's suburban, but I'm like, it's downtown. This is something totally, totally different for me. Yeah. And I wound up settling on a house in Eastgate, which Eastgate is a really awesome. Have you ever heard of Eastgate? I've heard of Eastgate. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's pretty, pretty, um, pretty good. Pretty good. Now wait, that was that what? What? That's pretty good. It's amazing. Well, okay, it's amazing, guys. Oh my goodness, I saw I pictures on Pinterest. It was so. I mean, it's this cute little. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to let you tell the story. I was just, I was oh, no, just serving no, that up. There's no following. It was pretty that. good. It's pretty, it pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. No, but um, it's a, it's a strong community with a big sense sense of you know taking care of your neighbors mm. and, and all that. So that's cool. Fell in love with this little house and. It it needs a lot of love. We're not we're not going. Needs a lot of love, but it was perfect for us. How old is that neighborhood? Um, it was originally founded around the 1900s. It was it started off as a mill mm-hmm. on the river. Yeah, and started off with with you know your your big family house, and then slowly built up for there. But brief history. It was <laughs> actually designed to kind of mimic Shaker Heights and some very fancy neighborhoods in Cleveland. Okay. So the neighborhood is actually designed like a park. The big 
curving roads, green space. Um, the housing stock is very different. So you have everything from your big traditional colonials all the way down to little Cape Cods and everything mm -hmm. in between. So it's really unique and it's really quirky. And what's really impressed me about it is this is a multi-generation neighborhood. Mm. And it has an amazing history. We had eight Tuskegee Airmen that lived in this neighborhood. Chick Hartley's from 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 this neighborhood um, that Hartley Field is named after. So it has this amazing, amazing history. And when I say multi-generation families, I mean like grandma lived here, mom mm -hmm. lived here, you know, the, yeah. the granddaughters lived here, or grandsons or whatever. I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get like somebody multi, going. Multi-generation. 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 I never encountered cool. that before. I thought yeah. that was like the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed. I have wonderful neighbors. I adore where I live. Um, yeah. I love Eastgate. So. <laughs> Shut up. So you found a house and you're going to fix it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not going to get into like the crazy stories about my house, even though one does involve razor blades falling from the ceiling. Oh, God. <laughs> You can't, you can't just leave that there. Yes, <laughs> you have to explain that. Enjoy that one. <laughs> like, Enjoy yeah. that one. Yeah, you guys just figure out what that's about. All right, brief story. Basically, we had to take down part of the ceiling. It mm. just had to come down. Yeah. Um, and this house was built in 1955. And if you look in houses built in 1955, the old medicine cabinets have a slit in the back, about yay big. Mm. Do you know what used to go in there? <laughs> Freezer blades. So you would shave and then you would just pop the little safety oh, okay. in there. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure the logic was nobody's actually going to ever take the ceiling out. <laughs> yeah, so we're taking it out, and I, I literally grab Rick by the scruff and just kind of throw him. <laughs> that was my superpower, throwing people. And uh, these just hundreds of 50, 60-year-old razors just come Oh, wow. Okay, so, so yeah, they kind of just stacked up there. That's kind of an odd disposal system. I'm just but it, But the logic is there. Like, nobody Right, yeah. Nobody's that. ever going to take this apart. So well, you have, you have a laundry chute, and those I don't do. exist anymore. I do, yeah. But, I know, do have a laundry chute. It's kind yeah. of... Architecture changes. Right, right. And, and architecture changes with developments and also with history. Mm. So that's what's also the interesting thing about real estate is yeah. real estate... And housing actually reflects the history of the town that it's in. Hmm. So that's the other reason I find it that very unique. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the the story with that. So we're still we're still working on it. We're still feeling it. You know, mm -hmm. we're we're going to be taking a wall out eventually and redoing the kitchen and stuff like stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Sorry, I'm just I'm just letting the girly moment happen here. Just go ahead. We're going to change out the cabinet. It's going to be so cute. That's why I cabinets and then. Gonna be so cute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you do that better than I do. <sighs> okay. I like to, I like to so, remind you it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Hey, this is yeah, it is still early, isn't it's it? It's still early. We had a lot of coffee. As well, I had a lot of coffee. I've only had two cups, <laughs> I only have like three or four right now. <laughs> but okay, so getting on to like current events. CC. Um real estate. Mm -hmm. so what are some things that people need to know? Like if they're like at the position of, okay, I think I might start looking for a place. What do you wish people knew? Oh, you mean that I'm on Zillow and I'm trolling places and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Um, so real estate is a very unique one business model, but two industry. Hmm. Um, because mine is my background's more kind of linear. So the big thing to know is if you are not going to play with your own money, meaning you don't have the money in the bank to deal with it, yeah. you need to talk to a lender and you need to probably talk to a couple lenders mm -hmm. because 
a lot of people are ready, but some people aren't. And there may be very simple steps that you can do to get yourself ready. Yeah. Or there may be simple steps that you can do that is going to expand your price point. Um, because really that's what it's about is you, and my philosophy is I'm, like I said, I'm a cautious person. I don't want to be house poor. Mm. So I don't want to, you know, personally have a payment that's going to max me out. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's, but it's, it's knowing where your parameters are and where you want to be. And the, so knowing the lender situation is really the big thing. Getting a pre-approval is a big thing Mm -hmm. because in today's market, it's still really fast. Columbus is really fast. If you've ever been on Zillow and you're like, Oh, I love this house. And you hit that call an agent button and that house is gone. There's a reason why, Yeah, you know, back in the summer, we would have houses in in certain areas that would be under contract in hours, multiple offers in hours. Wow. So yeah, because it's, it's, fast. yeah, (laughs) it's supply and demand. You have a limited supply. You have high demand areas. Mm -hmm. You've got qualified buyers, which is the big thing. Um, and they'd be gone. So when people are like, oh, I'll get a lender letter later. If you're going to submit an offer on a house, right. most people aren't going to be like, all right, these guys are pretty sure. This one's kind of an iffy. Maybe they can get the financing. Maybe they can't. Yeah, right. You know. And they're not going to hold up because they're, they have five other people waiting. Can't, yeah. Or more. <laughs> so that's that's really the big thing is, mm-hmm. is to look at that. Get, get your money straight. Get your money straight mm-hmm. and... Be aware that it's not just the price of the house. It's also you got to look at things like taxes. You've got to have homeowners insurance. Yeah. If you're going to play with, you know, I call it playing with other people's money. Like, how are you going to do it? Are you going to do USDA, conventional, FHA, um, VA? Mm-hmm. Because each one has their own parameters. Are you yeah. going to ask for your first time homeowner? Talk about your OFA. Talk about grants. Talk about different ways that you can bring to the table. And you don't have to have twenty percent down. It's a, a common myth. Yeah. Um, you. I mean, there's conditions that come with that. Like you'll have uh, PMI and again, not a lender. Uh, talk to a lender and talk to a person. Talk to a, That's really the big thing. And no matter what you do, your lender should be someone that you can talk to. Hmm. It's going to get personal. Yeah. It's your money. It's your history. Yeah. It's, you know, feel comfortable in talking to that person. If you have questions, ask. It's a, it's a big decisions. You can't be like, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, you can be, but you need to ask questions if you're not feeling totally confident in what you're doing. Hmm. Um, And that's where things like truth and lending come in. Because if you remember our crash, part of that happened because people didn't understand what they were signing. They're like, I just saw this payment, not realizing it was going to be this payment later. Right. Let's do the math. Yeah. So truth and lending means that you have to have your lender documents three days, typically beforehand, so you can review things and say, okay, I understand what I'm getting myself into. Right. And that's a really wonderful thing that they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So you get your lender squared away. Next thing is find an agent. Really, the big thing. You don't have to. You can write contracts without representation. Okay. But again, Mm. doctor. (laughs) Right. True. Yes. So, and and the the thing is is Ohio is when I say it's a weird business is you have you have three potential models. You have a buyer's agent, which is someone who represents a buyer, Mm -hmm. and this should all be explained. A listing agent, which is someone who represents the property being listed, or you have dual agency. Mm-hmm. And when I say they represent, it means that their best interest, their duty, their obligation, their confidentiality is to that party. It's to that, yeah. Okay. 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 So if you have a dual agent, you have someone who can do that on both sides for the same property. I will say in our brokerage, we don't do dual agency. Yeah. Because we want to do the it best. It seems like it can get a little sketchy. I'm not saying yeah. that. It's not a, <laughs> it, it can. It's not, mm-hmm. a, it's not a concept that... I feel comfortable with. And right. I'm, I'm lucky that, that my bro- brokerage feels the same way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so know who's representing who. If, you know, there are 8,000 plus agents in the city of Columbus. Odds are you know somebody, it's a family member, it's a whatever. If you're cool talking with them, you can communicate well with them. Yeah. Rock on. Do that. If you, the, the big thing is feel confident in the person that you're working with. Feel comfortable in being able to communicate with them and feel good in their communication skills. Mm -hmm. uh, because that's really what it's going to come down to is sometimes it's you've got to respond in a matter of minutes. Mm -hmm. Other times it's a little bit longer. It's like you have to feel comfortable being able to pick up the phone or text and be like, okay, what are we doing here? Actually, you should be able to anticipate that because they should have the tools and the technology to tell you what's going on. What's going on, yeah. But just in case. But just in case. I mean, yeah. you have to you have to be able to be honest with yourself. Like, right. You know, so. Right. That's really cool. the big thing. So take me through your process. So somebody comes to you, they are 32. Uh, they're a human. Let's go with they're a human being. Okay, that's, well. that's the way to look at it. You're right. a human being. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give you some, some oh, ground floor some information. 32, um, one and a half kids, um, you know, married couple, man, woman. Well, <laughs> well one on the way. So okay. one kid, one on the human way. Human being. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, what's your process? What do you say? Like, um, okay, they want a family home somewhere in Columbus. Okay. Okay. So what do you do? How do you attack that type well, of situation? I'm going to actually kind of flip this on its head. Okay. Because when we talk about fair housing, mm -hmm. real estate has a history based on human history. Um, and this is, I, I enjoy history, which is why I bring this up is mm. unfortunately it's not necessarily good history. Right. So you say, okay, they want a family home. Mm -hmm. There are things, there are classes that are protected, familial class, um, uh, gender, race, you know, there's a lot of different things. So I can't say you should move here. Okay. Right. The reason is I have, and in my one, it's illegal, um, it, there's a process. It was called redlining. Like only certain yeah. people can move here. Right. Certain, it's, it's, it's a messed up history. Um, but what I can say is, okay, so you want a family home. What does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And then you give me feedback. Okay, well, we're going to need three bedrooms. I also work from home, so I may need a fourth bedroom or a basement I can work in. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we're looking for a yard. We want a two-car garage. Okay. Is there a style of architecture that you like? Is there an area are you know, do you want to be close to work? Mm -hmm. Is there a school system and and that that you're in preference for? These are all questions that you you actually the the client defines the parameters mm -hmm. and says, you know, that's that's really the way it should go. I'm not gonna say sure. oh, you should live here. That's no. Well, yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. I don't mean that. That's but, that makes it weird. But it, I, it's, <laughs> it's starting that conversation. It's having that general conversation because where the you use technology, you use our listing service, and then I cross reference with you know your major data sites, your mm -hmm. for sale by owners, your all that stuff. It depends on the person. Right. Looking for. Some people are very broad in general mm -hmm. in where they're looking. Other people have a budget they have to stick to. Like, I need to be below 150000 Well, that's going to limit where we're at. Right. Because the other component to that, like I said, is is like your taxes and things like that. So, okay. Um, and, and taxes in one area can be completely different than another area. So True we're that. talking a couple of hundred bucks a month. Yeah. And that's a big deal because that means you don't actually have $150,000 to spend. If you need to stay with an X budget, right. we need to adjust that. And that's where we have to have that conversation with the lender is mm -hmm. here's where you're comfortable. Here's where we actually are. Go yeah. Here's the payment. Do we have HOA fees. I right. Mean, 
there, there's a lot of components that go to it, but it's, you basically, you set up on a search. Every, every realtor has access to the MLS. It's what mm-hmm. feeds multiple listing service. It's what feeds Zillow, Trulia, all those guys. So gotcha. that's okay. basic tech. Anybody can do that. Um, but then you really getting into refining, you know, I really think you should take people out. You should sit down and you should have a conversation. Take people out. When you go to a house, if you're not feeling it, I want to know why. Like, I don't like this layout. Well, what is it about this layout that doesn't work for your life? Mm-hmm. The kitchen's really small. We love to cook. Okay, this is a big deal. Right. So we like to cook. We like to entertain. That's a big component. You yeah. know, I want a big man cave. That's. I mean, but these are all, looking for houses very individual and very unique. And you have to be able to listen. Mm-hmm. That's really the big thing. Um, and just kind of go in and having them, and I come back to this being able to converse, but having them feel comfortable in in telling you, I like this, I don't like this, you know, whatever. But I mean, I've also had clients who are very much like, this is the neighborhood, I'm not kidding you, this is the neighborhood where we need to live. Yeah. Rock on. Okay, this is, and I have no problem. I will walk door to door and drive the neighborhood and do whatever to get them what they need. Yeah. And because they're very specific. And that's that's totally cool. So, like I said, it's a very individual process. Mm-hmm. And finding it is sometimes the hard part, sometimes the easy part. But it's really being able to have that. Having a good conversation in the beginning, I think, saves time in the end. Gotcha. Very cool. Very I cool. I know. It's a lot of... It's not quantifiable, but then the <laughs> then after we get, you know, the contract, we go through all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we set up... We have electronic timeline tracking so it will tell you when things are coming due we you know do communication via um different formats that allows you to know what's coming on we have checklists um internally that allow us to to really make sure that we're hitting all the marks we're not losing anything um yeah that's all the back very end. cool that's yeah. all the back end non-glamorous stuff that i enjoy but, but, you, sh- good, but you shouldn't though. have to see that well as right the well you yeah just be like, it's that that's the sausage nobody wants to see how the sausage is made but um, so, <laughs> you've never heard that? I have now. Nobody, yeah, no, nobody wants to see how the sausage is made. Like, sausage is good, but nobody wants to actually see the process. But um, I thought it was good. That's okay. very good. I mean, th- that's the thing. I, we want to know about your mindset. like you ha- And you going in and saying, okay, look, let's get all this background stuff together, and then I can you know translate that, put that into an actual building and say... I think this is something you would enjoy. Well, and here's a variety you know. of options. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, totally. and I'm, I'm never going to cool. be like, here you go. But, <laughs> That's like, the one. That's it. No, you're is, getting this one. It's like being, <laughs> like, being involved in the communities. We have an idea of what's possibly coming on the market, projects mm-hmm. that are developing. So yeah. it's a little bit anticipatory, but it's, mm. you know, if you have an idea of things that are going on in the community, you can actually kind of see the general forecast of an area. Gotcha. And, and real estate's very speculative. There's yeah. nothing for sure in this business, <laughs> but it's, you know, if you have an idea, if you see business come in, you know, projects that are developing like Sayota mile, for instance, I love Sayota mile. but do you remember what that was before? Um, I don't actually. It was a. It was basically a riverbed with yeah. the little auditorium, and nobody and stayed it. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in doing that one civic program, it has transformed downtown because people now come down. They walk the mile during evenings and weekends, which didn't used to happen. Right. So now people yeah, yeah, yeah. are staying here because they have a reason. They have a community. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's get all your social media stuff. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, give me all that info, oh, and I'm we're gonna put it down here. I'm so lower thirds. It's gonna media. be great. The, the big thing is is modernclumbus.com. Okay. Um, mostly because I'm terrible at social media. <laughs> See, i.e. podcast. Um, 
And we have um, at modcbus.com, we have all those those guys as well. Um, but Or you can just stop by the Cova co-working space across from Engine House 10 behind Bottoms Up Coffee, and I'll be happy to uh, show you around and show where else. I should mention, we're in Franklinton. If you haven't been to Franklinton recently, if you like artists, we've already mentioned Columbus Idea Foundry. Yes, There's totally. 400 West Rich Street. There's um, the Gravity Building that's going in. If you haven't been downtown recently, go do downtown. That. Do that. It is so cool. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's and how do we get in touch with you? We have your Facebook. You're yeah. on Facebook. What oh. else? And you have Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're putting it out there oh like that. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. What else you got? Those are really the, the those, big ones, those ones, that ones I use. Okay. Yeah. Twitter? I mean, I you, have, a, you have a Twitter? No. <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> like, I don't think anybody no. wants to really hear from me. <laughs> of course they do. I'm telling you, all, all right. this stuff that you're telling but me. I, like, you know, I, have, and, I have your Zillow profile, your all that yeah, stuff. Got that but, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's really. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, get with Aaron Eichel on Facebook if you need a house in the Columbus area. Uh, if you're outside of Columbus area, she'll still talk to you about stuff. Um, <laughs> I will refer you to, based on where you're living, to a good quality agent who knows that market. See, there you go. So, um, and if you need a house or a dog walked, um, <laughs> this is. <laughs> if you need a dog you. walked in your house, what? <laughs> or a dog walked while you talk about houses. See, that's the deal right there. Bring your, dressed it's as a mermaid. Bring your, bring your mermaid. Oh, like bring your pet. You walk the dogs and you talk about real estate. Well, that's that's the that's, other that's the other tie one. in the that's other big. thing that I realized in doing the dog walking thing yeah. that people don't realize is the two actually tie in together. Yeah, I'm walking you can see in the area. Yeah, but you're, someone is also trusting you with their furry kid, mm. and they're trusting you with their their house and all that. And so yeah. it's like again, I'm big it's on listening and trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's conversation. Oh, and the other thing I want to mention too, and this is yeah, I'm a total nerd on this, but <laughs> I think everyone should try and do better with whatever they do and help something else. And there's some smart person who said our measure of society is based on how we treat our, our those that cannot defend themselves. Mm -hmm. So, and this is not like a, oh you should use me thing, but I decided when my dog turned 14 and I bought every house that I did for my pets is I wanted to open not just door for people, but cages mm -hmm. as well. So every adoption that we do, um, that I, that I, or I'm sorry, strike that, reverse it. <laughs> every closing that I have, we help to sponsor adoptions. Ah, uh, okay. So gotcha. for me, it's kind of like, I'm a big animal person, Yeah. but it's like, that's what made my house a home for yeah. my, or my fluffy kids. So that's actually what I'm going to do next is I'm going to be headed up somewhere to sponsor some adoptions. Sweet. I know. Very, very cool. But do yeah. you have like a website for that or anything? No. Kind of I do it. Okay, we got we got to get you together. We got to get you together. Because I'm busy helping together. people. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not self-promoting. Need to get you on a podcast, get you a website up, get you some good social media. Oh, it's going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. I have so many ideas. So it's going to be so amazing. Guys, thank you so much for coming by to see the show. It's been amazing. Thank you for uh, dealing with our technical difficulties. We'll make sure and get that ironed out before the next time we're on. Aaron Eichel, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. Thank for you so me. much. It's been a great time. Uh, you can find all the by imitation only stuff all over social media. We got Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook and all that fun stuff. We're also on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Give us some reviews and all that kind of fun stuff. We will see you next time. Later. Later.